already know what it is, your boy Yako, what it do, the outlet to reality, the oldest podcast in Vegas and Chicago. What up? This is the place where you want to hide from your drama, maybe hide from your baby mama. <laughs> Just kidding. But anyways, fans, don't forget to like, share, comment, and subscribe. Cha-ching! And today we have two special guests. My boy Hamia Rain used to be my co-host. Check him out at his full cook podcast. And my other homie, I had to bring her back, Chino, from his podcast. Let's talk about you. What's up, squad? <laughs> what up, what up? Oh, this is great. Thank you so much for having me. Now, I just want to ask, I want to get something clear here. You did a great job introducing his podcast. You got everything right. <laughs> but you didn't get mine quite right. I you think he's try, a quote, yeah, right? You want, you want to try? What's that? Yeah, it's said, full. It's full court. It's not it's not half court. It's not four court. It's full. Full court. The full court, not full court podcast, <laughs> the full court trap. The full court trap is a basketball term. My bad, yep, my, yep. Bad, my bad, my bad. It's it just too long. You know, I try to put some cream in it, you know what I'm saying? Extra okay. cream. We're going to send you an invoice. You'll be fine $6. Just send it by at the end of the week, all right? <laughs> I got you, bro. Cha-ching. That's it, but. But real quick, y'all, I want to share a story uh, for those who don't know. So me and Hami, we go way back, but I want to share the first time we ever met. I don't think everybody knows that. So pretty much we went to this big DePaul. It was like a career service slash. Um, yeah, it wasn't have- that big, but yeah, it was, it was kind of big. It was, it was a job fair. It was job a career fair. There you go. Career fair. There you go. I, I was trying to get the word. And so I get there looking fresh and Natalie Martinez from NBC, she's the one that actually got me connected to this. And I went through, I was probably the only one from Northeastern going to this event. And you see all the famous famous like Eric Capino from Univision, like big people. So it was really cool. And at the very end, I'm chilling, eating my pizza. And the guy next to me was Hamid. And I would, I would say, man, so how, how you think you did? He goes, man, I, I got a couple, you know, I, I, you know, pass on a couple resumes. I'm like, all right, cool, man, you know. And we kind of started our conversation right there. And I felt like um, I told him about my YouTube series. And then he was talking about him being on the radio station for DePaul, which I thought was awesome. And I was like, man, dude, you know, we should get together. We should click. And that's actually how we first, first met. I would say back in 20. Maybe 2012 or 13. What do you think, I mean? You said 2012 or 13? Yeah, or, or am I going too back? Going way, way back. That's like, <laughs> I, I, wasn't even, I wasn't even in college at that point. I mean, I was barely, I was just barely a freshman in college by that point, maybe. Dave, Avery, you got to remember, man, he lives in Vegas, so he has no concept of time anymore. That's true. <laughs> like, I do got oh, the time man. stone. It's like, it's like dog year. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, it, it was 20. 20- 17, I believe. 17. Damn, you so you're about five years off. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm sorry, guys. My credibility got lost. Was it, it was either. It was early 2017 or early 2018. I could not remember. It was it was early part of the year because it was cold. It was like January or February, right? Or maybe it was November, December. It was yeah, cold, though. I remember it that. It was cold. It was cold. Yeah, yeah. Wait, so Hamid, what was your first impression when you first met me? Well, when I first met you, uh, you know, I, I had a lot of other things on my mind in terms of like, you know, stress and anxieties about am I going to get hear back from anyone? And it actually, I actually didn't have to worry about that because I heard from no one after that day. So I didn't have to worry about like hearing back from, oh, dude, am I going to get a job or whatever today? I didn't have to worry about any of that shit. So, um, yeah, no, I, I, I remember sitting next to you, I was like, you know, this is a very nice guy, nice gentleman. And I remember we we're talking about how we were going to, you know, connect and stuff like that. And I remember thinking at that time, it's like, yeah, it's not going to happen. 
<laughs> you know, people say that all the time. They, they exchange phone numbers or that. It's no, it never happens, right? Like it happens to me all the time. Now I've gotten to the point where I I give my numbers out now. Like you know, I, I don't even like want the pressure of being like, hey, I'll, I'll text you. I, I'll give them my number, so I don't have to worry about like, oh, I, I should text them even though what you know I might not or whatever. Uh, yeah, I remember thinking, you know, very nice guy, uh, seeing your, uh, YouTube series. Like I remember I just got like a little glance of it and I was like, this is really interesting. Maybe we can uh, work something together, but it did not turn into this. I didn't think it turned to this, you know? That's true, man. That's true. Well, today's topic, as you guys know, uh, my fans out there, the biggest, how the startup starts. So I want to hit it off with Chino. I want you to give your perspective first on like how you started and like what is what you to to get it together in your journey your experience happening uh i think for me and i think i've already explained the story once on what we did an episode together like a long time ago um kind of like hami man i was doing radio in college uh there was just one year in my senior year in college that i was just uh looking for something to do in between classes i had like a four-hour gap and one of the i saw one of the posters in like the common area um, saying that, you know, they're trying to get new new shows on the radio, on I, ITT radio, right? Uh, IIT radio, my bad. Um, and so they'll, you know, I just took the little piece of paper and it said, you know, send in your ideas and stuff. So I said, okay, well, uh, I was like, well, that some, sounds like something I want to do. So I did it. And I just, you know, I sent them an email saying, hey, you know, I'm interested. Uh, you know, let me present a show to you. And I, and the show I had was called Let's Talk About It, right? Instead of Let's Talk About You. And the topic was just, you know, just kind of like, uh, you guys ever seen Philip DeFranco? No, I haven't seen it on YouTube. Yeah, yeah it was kind of like a news channel, right? Just like whatever was going, whatever was popping that week, some stuff that happened that week. And we'll just talk about it. Right. And it was just, you know, things from fun, st- a lot of fun stuff to a lot of serious stuff. And, you know, just a mix of everything. It was just once a week. And um, I had a lot of fun doing it, man. And that was I graduated college in 2018. And then uh, sometime last year during the pandemic, when, you know, things got boring, <laughs> I kind of had the itch to do it again. Right. So I was like, you know, I, I'm thinking of starting my podcast. And then I saw David's, you know, posting podcasts all the time with Hami. Uh, and that was just like, I think you had just started yours, right? You were like on episode three. And I was like, damn, you know, maybe I'll, I'll get it started, too. You know, I think that you kind of like inspired me. You pushed me a little bit to so get it going, you know? So I was like, you know what? I think that would be a cool idea to get this back. But I wanted mine to be pure audio. Like, I like that idea of going old school, like go listening to a radio station or going to, you know, listening to true, like, like old school podcasts where it was just pure audio. You have to imagine it today. I think one of the things that people like today is they love YouTube podcasts, right? And I don't blame anyone, you know, but I think that's how we are with society. We need to visualize things and it's so hard for people to do it nowadays that they actually need to see it. Like you look at little kids, you, you know, you'd be handing them their cell phones just to, you know, keep them occupied. They were kind of as adults, we're the same way. So I think that's what made it a little difficult on my end is mine is a pure audio podcast. And so if someone truly wanted to listen, they would actually have to take the time to stop what they're doing and listen to the show. And I think that's where it gets tricky. Um, but yeah, that's what, you know, got me into it. And I just changed it to let's talk about you to tell other people's stories. And uh, yeah, that's just how I got it going. Well, actually, it's more about that. Then they, they need to just stop and find it. They just need to find it on whatever thing they use, Spotify, or whatever the hell they use, Google Podcasts. Just find it. Because I was telling David this too i think around when we started because we started back in what april 2020 may june like that uh and i remember um because around 2017 18 i feel like that became really popular the visual podcast medium where people are just chilling in a room and like shows like the shop you know lebron show on hbo that's very popular now that's they got like this whole thing uh, like i want to 
yeah, people are like, you know, I have a podcast. You should watch it. I'm like, well, I mean, you, you listen to a podcast. You don't, you don't watch a podcast. You, you listen to it. I mean, like, right. I, 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 I never got that with like the the visual thing. Now, when I was in uh, college, my last year in college and at DePaul, 2017, 18, around that time, that started to become really popular. Like a lot, all the other students would be posting uh, like a live Facebook live. They'd be doing it through Facebook live too, or Instagram live of them like presently in the room with the shitty sound quality or whatever, because, you know, they're, they're not using the proper, they're, they're not using microphones for the Instagram live or whatever, you know? Uh, so I remember looking at that and I was like, man, I kind of don't want to do that. You know, I'd rather just have a visual, an audio medium, just stick to audio because, you know, it, it makes it easier. And also because of the show that I was doing, I was doing a, a different type. I was doing like, kind of like a, I was doing like a, I wanted to do, so since then I was a kid, you know, watching, you know, like Conan O'Brien and stuff like that, I wanted to host a late night show. Oh, that dude. was like, a, you know, who, who doesn't want to do that? It's the greatest thing ever. So I made my college radio show basically a late night show. So I'd have like a live studio audience. So basically my show would not really work with a visual format unless it was like a super, we had like a lot of uh, resources, you know? Um, so if we did have like a TV studio, maybe we could make that work, but like it, it just made it easier for, to make it an audio medium. And it, it's also easier to just find, I mean, well, you know, I, I guess there are the, the big thing, with the visual things that you can get a lot of views somehow. I've noticed, David, some of the things that we did somehow have like 3,000 views. Like, who the hell is watching us talk? <laughs> People are just watching us talk to each other. And we're not even, we're not even in the same room. <laughs> no, it's true. It's true. You know what's crazy is that when we started, right? So I remember like um, uh, going off with what saying and Chino. So pretty much... We started off as audio. That was the first thing we did when we we started Outlet to Reality. And then I would know this thing. A lot of my fans were saying, I kind of want to see your face reaction. Because I, I, I feel like it's funnier if I see how you laugh and you make a joke. And so I'm like, man, you know what? It's not a bad idea. I noticed it was more work because you have to edit it, make sure it's all good. good. Um, And I was like, dang, but. When I did it, I think we started doing like video way later. Like we're talking like probably a couple episodes later. Um, oh yeah, well that's the thing that 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 was a whole that was a whole just uh that was a whole controversy. I remember like the I, I you want I think you wanted me to post videos on there, and I was like, man, I don't want to edit all this stuff, so I'd send it to you, right? I'd send you the video, the Zoom video, whatever, the Zoom yeah. files, and then you'd put pretty much post it online, and then eventually I just gave you the reins to everything. Right, uh, right, like the audio and the video, and then I, I think I mean you just found it an easier way to just go from your file. You can just find it on your computer and then just put it on uh, Spotify or whatever. Uh, yeah, no, like it's a the the visual thing. It is like it is a pretty good idea. I'm just not a big fan of that format. But Me neither, man. I, just, why. I don't like being on camera. Yeah. I personally am not like oh, this is yeah. cool and all, but I don't want to be on camera all the time. I just want you to listen to what I have to say. I want to pick my nose while I'm talking. <laughs> and I just don't have the opportunity now. I want to wipe my ass while I'm talking, you know, oh. and I just can't, can't do that. So, oh, I mean, man. it's just, it's, it's, it's hard to be oppressed. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Go ahead. So it's true. It's, a lot of things is changing now. Like uh, for sure, hands down, like for those who don't know how he's been in the radio and, and podcast for a minute, he, I would say I consider him the OG, like the gangster, because 
Uh, for those who don't know, um, a little backstory, how me mentored me, how to start this podcast, what, what I have today. And uh, it was, you know, we did it together beginning and he showed me show. So a lot of times I had questions and I was trying to figure out what title to name it and he will help me out. And I think it's really nice and I recommend anybody young, whoever it is, who is starting a podcast to find somebody that you can trust and where you can grow. And I feel like that will be a big, because I'm going to be honest, you know, Hamid, he taught me a lot of things. I'll never forget it. And my boy Chino too, like one thing I noticed about Chino that made his podcast stand out was that he had music background in the beginning before oh, yeah, I had a theme song. Chino started talking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Themes, themes. I feel like it was catchy. So when I heard that, I was like, you know what? I knew something was missing with the podcast. So I went to GarageBand, made my own song. Now you hear the, the beginning with the piano. And I feel like now it feels like a podcast, hands down. And, and brother, uh, Chino, can you share a little bit on, bit on how you got that song? Because I love that song, by the way. <laughs> so when I when I started and, you know, for people who actually followed my stuff, I haven't posted an episode since February of this year. OK, and I'll get into that later. Why I haven't posted episodes in a long time. But when I first started, um, I didn't want to just jump into it. Right. You know, everyone, when they want to start something, they just want to jump into it and do it. But I wanted to make sure I got everything like exactly right. I wanted to make sure I have um, just just the concept of how I wanted to do this. Right. And so in my head, the way I wanted to do it was was, was I wanted to always have a guest. And talk to that person because no one wants to hear just me talking for a fucking hour right like i don't think anyone wants to hear that right but i want to tell other people's stories people who have like you know really good stories that will you know captivate an audience right and so but i always the way i envisioned it was i will record that episode and we, i'll do it through zoom right just like the way we're doing it now but i wouldn't keep the the visual i would just keep that pure audio i'll extract the audio and i'll, I'll you know edit it a little bit anytime you know just little parts that need to be edited long pauses stuff like that you know simple things i edit it and then what I noticed that I like to do is right before the episode started, I wanted to give a quick background on what the episode was going to be about. Right. So I obviously I would do the intro after filming the actual episode. So I know what I'm going to say, you know, like, oh, this is the topic we're going to talk about today. This is the person. La, la, la. And then I wanted like I just thought in between there would be a good idea to get a theme song. And so when I, I went to um, uh, freelance, I just, you know, looked up freelancers on uh, online and I had someone do my uh, my logo for the Spotify logo. And then I just, you know, I started looking into other people who you do mixes and stuff. And I reached out to this one dude. I liked his, you know, his demos he had. And we worked together on making one. You know, he just did it per how I wanted to. I gave him some ideas. We worked back and forth, back and forth. until so I came with that one. I was like, oh, this is it. This is this is funky. You know, I like it. And I kept it. And, you know, that's the if you notice all my episodes, it starts with an intro, music and then the episode. Yeah, I think you went about it the right way. I mean, like you actually went about it like in a way that uh, some people like you actually thought it through and some people don't really, you know, like when I start a podcast, I, I don't think it through that much. Actually, I just I, I'm, I'm more of a jumper into it kind of guy. But having a guest was extreme. I, I thought I thought having guests is very important. And I was I was always a big fan of having guests. Like I said, my show was like a late night show, whatever. I'd have a fake studio audience who would hate me. And I'd also have uh, guests who would, uh, you know, the fans loved and stuff like that. Fans, who I'd always call my fans, who they really are my fans when David refers to his fans, but they're really my fans. Uh, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> anyways, yeah. Um, so, like, I, I thought that was, uh, I don't know, just do, doing it, like, different way. And you also, 
knew what you wanted to do. You actually kind of had an idea what you want to do because the first episodes that me and David did, we were just kind of talking about the, just the pandemic, right? The shutdown. We're talking about how we're just talking about shit, right? We're just talking about shit, whatever was in the news. We're talking about what we're doing. Because uh, we, we initially called it like the pandemic files or some shit like that. Like the, oh, something really? like that. It was, it was, yeah, it was, Like a it vault was, or something like that. Yeah, it was, it was like yeah. A, an underground <laughs> vault. Uh, and you guys can still find those episodes. Like it's the first episodes of this podcast that you're watching now. So you guys check that out. But yeah, I, I, I remember thinking like at the time that we we're recording, I was like, man, this is like, this is going to be in the dungeons, these episodes. And th- th- there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of beauty in that. I, I actually like, uh, you know, sometimes you'll have an episode where it's not your best. Um, but those are the ones where, you know, you really look back and you're just like, all right, how do I, what can I improve on next time? How can I avoid saying stuff like, um, and like, you know, and stuff like that, like I'm doing right now. I'm so, it's such a, it's such a verbal tick, you know? It it's so hard, man. I always catch myself thinking about that. Like how many times I say, um, in a fucking episode, it pisses me off. I'm like, oh, man, I've said that so many times. Yeah, I, get, I get very mad. That's so funny, uh, but- man. I, yeah, I, I really like I, I appreciate that you actually put some time into like the thought and you're just like, how, how am I going to make this right? And I, I want to do it my way. And uh, yeah, like it, it sounds really good. And uh, I, I'm actually I, I, I definitely I haven't listened to it. I've, I listened to a couple podcasts that you guys did together, but I haven't listened to your podcast yet. So I yeah, will. So that's the concept. That's the key word. Uh, yeah, yeah, man, it was just mindset, um, mindset everything. Mindset. There we go. Something I want to add, though, like I think that's one of the difficult things for my podcast. That was, yes, I wanted to have a guest. So I always have something to talk about, something new. But man, if you don't know as many people like David, I find like, how the hell does he find guests so easily? Like, God damn, every every week he's got someone new for me. I'm like, I got to episode seven and I ran out of people. I'm like, who the hell can I talk to? I don't How do you do it, David? That's the thing. Once you get to seven or whatever, seven or ten, you can you can reuse people. You know, you can reuse, it, it's no problem, but you don't want to keep reusing the same people. When I was now, it made it easier when I was in college because I'd be I'd be telling people sometimes in class where if I saw, saw someone was interesting, maybe they did something interesting. I'd ask them to come on even for an hour, you know, or like for a half hour or whatever. Uh, I've had David on a couple of times and I know David, he had he brought some of his friends over uh, from NEIU. And like that was also really cool. And uh but it's hard, man. Guess getting guests is the hardest thing because it is all everyone always cancels. Everyone's always, you know, like no one cares about your schedule. Everyone cares about their own schedule. It's it's bullshit. I mean, it's like, you know, it's like where's the respect? Because some people would be like, yeah, okay, yeah, sure, I'll be on tomorrow, three o'clock, and then tomorrow, two fifty four comes, and you text them, you don't hear back from them. And it's just like, you know, it kind of, it kind of rubs you the wrong way. It kind of pisses you off. It kind of makes you not want to talk to that person like again, or like not even want to have them back on the podcast, or whatever. But I've had situations where people have made it up for me and like they have come back and, you know, their appearances were good and everything. Um, but yeah, like getting the guests is the hard part. And I'm sure David, I'm sure you understand that now, like doing oh, this yeah. for so long now. We, we've totally talked always, about that, right? I yeah. canceled last week. Yeah, <laughs> so he did cancel last week, but look, the, I, did cancel. Was, I thought I, I, I totally forgot I had a niece's birthday party. I swear, I, I, I there's a difference the when you're genuine about it or just when you just find something better to do, you know what I mean? There's a, right. there's a difference, <laughs> dude. Well, um, I actually could have done it from the trampoline party place, whatever we were at, the trampoline bounce place. I could have done it from there. I, I mean, but I don't know if it would have been great. No, no, they would have been flying, but but look, but look, I'm gonna tell y'all the secret 
on, on how I got to guess. I'm, I'm, I'm go I'm, to Vegas. Oh yeah, <laughs> you could, you could. Yeah, you're so, bribing them. You're bribing them. I know you're doing. It's just not. That's not ethical. It's it's hard, man. It's a hard job. That's cute, but but look, here's the thing. So what I realize is that my theory is that if you volunteer at different groups, group uh, community service, um, if you try out like different spots, like a, a dance event. Uh, it might be a new martial arts class you've never tried. So I, I like to take the free classes. I ain't going to lie. You <laughs> And I just go or like I volunteer. That's and, a really good idea. No, for real. And honestly, it's been proven that if you do those kind of things, you're more likely to meet a lot of people. And that when I'm there, my goal is like in my head, I'm like, I got to get at least five or six content tense and so i get a few people i meet info and all of them you know i tell them hey you know i really like your story what you share with me i would love to have you on my podcast and what's crazy is a lot of these people that i had no idea who they were they happen to be a celebrity like i met a, a pro gamer who i didn't know she was big I met like uh, some actresses that were big and also like famous TikTokers. So that's what I'm Vegas, saying. Yeah, right. In Vegas, in Vegas, but <laughs> must be nice. Right. But the thing is, you, you have to have that um, in your head because the, the thing I realized, because I was struggling, struggling um, I had the same problem, like people were canceling and I'm like, man, I really need an episode for next week. But with me, I was just going out making sure it became like a, a ritual. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to go out. I got to meet some people. And honestly, I'm going to be real. I put dating to the side. I was dating for a minute, but I was like, eh, I'm going to have to uh, put up my baby girl. And I was just like, yo, I need the time to them, right? So another technique that really works that I, I remember you did it once, Chino, too, when you messaged that he was like a famous uh, singer I think you had. He was in the famous throwback. I can't get the name. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was uh, he's a guitarist for a band that was like famous a few years ago and stuff. And it was just more like finding like lost lot or people that you knew were famous at some point and, you know, just have gone quiet and just have them tell their story. So, yeah, I, I just reached out to him. I, I sent him in the uh, Instagram uh, chat. And and I said, What's up? Band? Yeah, it was Man. called All Star Weekend. They used to be on like Disney Channel and oh stuff. Yeah, I remember that band. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Now I, I've not I, like I have not heard that band's like music, and I probably have, but I haven't heard it. Like I haven't heard of them. I've heard of them, but not in a long while, you know. Right. Yeah. And that was just the concept of it. I was like, you know, I'm gonna try, shoot my shot and see if I can get anyone from like I was just thinking of old kid shows, right? Like things I used to like, and like people yeah, who used yeah. to be like kid stars and stuff, and then just disappeared. Yeah. So that's the thing too. Like that's a good technique is DMing people that you like, and hoping they'll respond. I'm gonna be realistic with y'all. I've messaged a lot of famous people and it took them like maybe six or six or eight months to reply back. So the moment they reply back, I respond right away because I know I'm not going to get another message for another eight months. And so I'm still trying to get Kim Kardashian. Right. Yeah, I agree. If you're hearing it, I want you on my show. But yeah, it's it's a very, very uh, tricky thing. Um, and also another thing that could help for for you, Chino and Hami. I like to pick out people, too, that are my mentors. So, like, I had one of my professors. I don't know if you guys saw the ball guy. He talked about magic and Wicca. And and that was a really cool episode. Hami actually saw it. He actually questioned and said, hey, bro, you did a great job with that. I did not. 
see it. I heard it. Oh, my bad. I was, there we I go. was listening to it. I was listening. I don't watch podcasts. I listen. Hami's true to the art, my man. That's what. That's all I'm saying. You got to be true to the art. One point five. I was riding my bike around. I was like one point five speed. I was like, yeah, I'll just listen to this. And uh, no, that actually that episode was actually really good. This is what about was two weeks ago now it came out. Maybe a week yeah. ago. Yeah, that was really good, man. I, I like I, I I was at a point where I'd see you constantly posting this podcast, and I'd be like, you know, oh, David seems he's, he's still doing this. It's really cool. And I've not listened to anything since I've left. So like I, I listened to this one episode, and I was like, oh wow, this is actually a really great episode. It's talking about. Um, just like a lot of like uh, kind of thinking stuff, you know, like, like, you know, sometimes we get in our own own heads, we're overthinking stuff. And it kind of felt like that's what you guys, you two were doing to each other. You guys were just kind of talking, just having back and forth, but you guys were just having a conversation and you guys were just talking about different things. I thought that was very interesting talking about magic and stuff like that. I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm a firm believer or whatever of magic, but I do believe in, uh, you know, I, I do believe in a sense of like energies and stuff like that. And, you know, uh, maybe you know maybe karma and i you know and the idea of reincarnation something about it is just really comforting to me i don't know no that's crazy i, I was gonna ask um would you guys be down to go to a haunted house where they have scary artifacts that have been cursed would y'all go into it i'm not into that stuff man it's like you know i'm hispanic bro <laughs> you know like i don't play with that shit man so no i mean i'm not i i believe in that stuff but because i believe in it I don't want to fuck around with it. You know what I mean? So I'm just like, ah, I'm going to stick to myself. You know, I, people want to call me, you know, oh, you're a pussy or something. I don't care. I, I'm, I just don't want to mess with that shit personally. Open season all the comments. You guys just go crazy on him. <laughs> Seriously, we should actually go to a haunted house and scare the workers there. That'll be kind of fun, man. I'll dress up. What if we dressed up as the characters from the McDonald's show? Remember, remember McDonald's used to have a show? Someone can be the Hamburglar. Someone can be Ron McDonald. Uh, oh, yeah. Someone else can be the other person. One of the Grimace. purple things. Why? No, that'd be dope. No, oh, but you guys are talking about going to a haunted house. Yeah, I've gone to plenty of haunted houses, man. That's fine. I thought you meant like a house that was actually real, like. Yeah, is this like a real haunted house or is this like one of those like, like fun yeah. Halloween, you know, it's a Saturday. Are you talking thing. about like black magic voodoo type shit? Are yeah, you talking yeah. about like, oh, we're just going to go to a place or uh, Saturday night where everyone goes to for I Halloween? Saw, I think I saw a shadow there, but that might just be me, you know? Or is it, is it one of those things, or is it like real? Like, I didn't close that door. Did someone close it? You know, like, you know, which one is? It? No, it's it's the one that, like, um, for example, Vegas has one of the best uh, haunted houses uh, in the world. It's a museum, pretty much. Not haunted houses, of a haunted museum, where they collect less artifacts all over the world. It's known Vegas has had for, I guess, um best haunted in the country that's the crazy part and anybody can go it doesn't have to be halloween and uh i'm a little scared because they they did some reporters that were there who didn't believe in goals and they came out crying Joe. <laughs> and Dude. i talked to this uh, go ahead go ahead. what are you gonna say no i was just gonna say like i went to one of those one of those haunted museums where it's just like artifacts of like you know evil stuff and it was cool up until the end though when we got to the end man they had like the the you know i'm not into all that but like the stars and stuff and they had like the candle set up to do and they started doing like some fucking ritual and i'm like oh i'm out of here that's when i was like this is too far for me i gotta get the fuck out of there i feel like i feel like horror is turning into that it's just like like it's the ritual culty bullshit thing it's like ever since that movie uh what's that movie called the one that starts with a p paranormal activity it was yeah. not quite that one, but the one that's a little more recent. It came out a couple of years ago. Uh, and Poltergeist. 
not the conjuring not no not not either of those remember those remember those midsummer there's that movie midsummer but the movie before oh, midsummer. midsummer uh the one before that one there was that scary movie and it, it was uh, it involved like a you know a family and stuff like that i keep forgetting the name god damn someone the hell in the comments <laughs> what is it is it someone on that it it's the one before Midsummer, but it's by the same director. I'm pretty sure. Oh, I don't know, brother. You got you. We got we got looking that. You got me. Me and Chino, we're being in the film, man. But we're failing. Really, this part. Yeah, really good movie. But the, what's that? No, I said me and Chino. We we know a lot about movies, but we we be failing. Yeah, I'm I'm actually looking it up right at this second. <laughs> okay, oh, Midsummer. Uh, Prequel. I guess I'll just look up prequel. Hereditary. That's what it's called. Hereditary. Oh, hereditary. You told me it starts with a piece. So I was like thinking of all. Yeah, the I don't know why I thought. Uh, maybe I was thinking paranormal activity or whatever. But I actually was thinking hereditary. Uh, but yeah, that, that, that was a really good movie. And the end of that movie was just like you know culty kind of yeah, weird ritual that. thing. Midsummer was like a lot of like ritual weird. And I was like, you know, it's, it's kind of tacky. I'm not gonna lie. Okay. But maybe there's something there. Like maybe there's something there with that. Like that's that's probably why they do it. So maybe I'll, I'll take you up on that. I want to go to that haunted museum. I want to check it out. I want to say, you know, I want to be that guy and be like, I'm not scared, you know? No, I'm, I'm not that guy. I, I actually would be like, I'd be buying in. I'd be, I'd be bought in. Like, well, I'm ready to get I'm scared, a, you know? I'm going to tell you But something. I don't want to go have, with any expectations. Well, look, real quick. This is crazy. I had a psychic lady come to come. Um, I was, you know, having a, a meeting and this psychic lady came out of nowhere and she was real sweet, real nice person. And she told me, she gave me her business card card and she's, she told me she, she's a psychic reading and with the Tarot cards, you know how they tell your future. And she says, I do palm reading too. If you want me to do it, I was like, nah, I'm good girl. Cause the moment you tell me I'm gonna believe it and I'm not supposed to. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm, that all goes together. That's all like, that's all one business to them. <laughs> yeah and and i'm I'm kind of like i'm gonna be real like look i'm like look you're very nice but i don't think i want to do it but did ask her what she thought the haunted museum the one in vegas she's like well, here's one thing i could say she's like, i recommend anybody who's trying to go in that thing she's like look look believe in the cross or whatever you believe in pray before you go in and then she's like take a shower right when you come out that's what she said and I was like, dang. And then she's like, you just got to be careful because some of these artifacts that are very cursed, if you accidentally touch it, like let's say you you kind of fell and you accidentally like hit it with your shoulder, that spirit, she said, could like um, stay with you, with your clothing. And she's like, she's from home. You're you're pretty much stuck, but she's like, and at that point, you might have to see me every day. That's what she said, because I gotta cleanse you. And I'm like, dude, I ain't trying to do that thing, because you know, you know, my friends would be pranking on me, and I might trip, and I might hit one of those dolls, because it, it's crazy. They have one artifact which I thought was really cool. Uh, I saw like the news report that went in. It was a Dybbuk box, which is a very famous Jewish um, uh, folk, folk tale that. Pretty much, it's like a cabinet where it has some Hebrew letters. It says Shema, which means here. And whoever had it back in World War II, it was cursed, right? A bunch of friends, they cursed it. They were playing like kind of like Ouija board, but it was like their own way in Germany. And it became well known, this thing, like every time someone touched it, they either had a stroke. Um, it was, it's a bad story, but it's famous and it was so, so that they made an actual movie that was successful. You guys probably seen, it was called the possession. 
it's uh it had Madison Yahoo, one of the best reggae artists at that time, who was Jewish too. And it was the first movie I would say that wasn't the basic normal movie where they always have it like there's a priest trying to possess that was trying to take out that demon outside of the, the child. So it was the first movie ever in the box office that was actually different. It was really cool because I'm like, yo, my people are getting hurt. You know what I'm saying? We're so, releasing the Halloween episode that was during cool. Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah. Brought to you by <laughs> But man, um, but guys, we only got five minutes. So uh, real quick, I want to talk about sports. So I want Hamid to share oh, about his story on how he met Steph Curry. Minutes. Dude, I know the he story. said like in the beginning, like, bro, yeah, this is going to take a long time. You yeah. give him five minutes. But but sure, bro, sp spill the beans. I mean, I want to hear it too, brother. You know what I'm saying? It's only five. We only have five minutes with this? All right. Yeah. Basically, what happened is I was in Houston, Texas for a family friend's wedding. And uh, the wedding was at the Four Seasons in Houston, which is a very beautiful hotel there. Um, and uh, it was a 2015 Western Conference Finals. So this is six years ago. The Rockets okay. and the Warriors. Was still under and still uh, yeah, yeah, this was in between games three and four, and the Warriors were up 2-0 at this point. No, maybe they're up 3-0 at this point, because it was after game three, uh, and the Warriors won that game. And uh, I go I go into the hotel, and right on, on my left, I see Draymond Green having a good laugh with all the Warriors staffers and, like, you know, the trainers, all those other, you know, equipment manager people. And then coming on my right, walking towards our way, me and my brother, is uh, Andre Iguodala and Steph Curry. Dope. And so these guys are both walking by and I'm like, you know, for one of my first thoughts is I'm wearing, I'm, at the time I was wearing a Chicago Bulls shirt because, you know, I got to rep my team, you know, uh, but, you know, I, I, I my, one of my first thoughts is Iguodala is from Illinois. I'm like, I'm like, should I have, should I make an Illinois reference? Should I make something like that? Like, you know what? Steph Curry's with him. I got to say something to Steph and like just to both of them, just general thing. So as they walk by, I'm like, I got to say something. I need to say something. I'm like, that's what I'm saying in my brain. It's like, I need to say something. These are my two favorite players you know, the last decade or whatever. And so they come by and as they get closer, you know, make, we make eye contact. And I was like, Hey guys, you know, big fan. And I just said, just get it done this year. That's all I said. Just get it done this year. I, I didn't want, I didn't want to be that guy to, for the picture and stuff like that. I didn't want to be that guy, you know? And so uh, Steph Curry gave me a peace sign and he nodded his head. And that was one of the greatest moments of my life. And That's then Iguodala did something similar too. Uh, and then I also saw Clay Thompson. Um, I said, uh, I said hello to him pretty much. And then, uh, Weirdly enough, like later that night, we went to the bar area uh, during this. So this was during the wedding. So the Warriors players are not in the way, but they're at the hotel. Right. So they're walking around the hotel. There's a lot of personnel there. Stories way more than five minutes. I'm going to get cut off here. Anyways. Uh, so as I'm going walking towards the bar, I see a lot of Warriors staffers, the GM of the Golden State Warriors, Bob the Myers. freaking owner of the team. Yeah. Bob Myers, is the GM, the owner, Joe Lakeup, Joe Lakeup who's kind of a douche. <laughs> yeah, Joe Lakeup, who you all see in front row, uh, you know, at the Chase Center right now. Um, but I was like, oh, this is so cool. And I see an assistant coach, this guy, Ron Adams, who used to be a Bulls assistant coach. Really so I good. thought that was so cool because he was a Bulls assistant coach when Derrick Rose was the MVP. So that was like, that's 10 years ago, you know? Uh, so, yeah, so that was really cool. And like seeing those guys, and we were watching the Cavaliers play the Atlanta Hawks in those conference finals yeah. in the East. And I remember LeBron had a great game. He had like 40 points, 10 10 assists or whatever, 15 rebounds, classic LeBron game. I remember saying out loud at the bar, I was like, wow, that's like one of the great games, performances I've ever seen from LeBron. You know, 40 points, you know, it just looks like a standard performance. And the Warriors owner, Joe Lakeup, says, I can't wait until we sweep them. And I was like, wow, 
This guy's really fucking. And this is before they won it, right? This is like 2015. They haven't won one yet. This was right before they won their first championship. Yeah, this is right before they won their first championship, like weeks before, pretty much. Uh, and then uh, the I always I always think about that moment though. The year later, when they blew the three-one lead against the Cavaliers, I always think about that because I was like, man, I wonder what he was like because that was a home game for the Golden State too. That's a killer. Yeah, now that one must hurt. Well, brother, let me let me wrap it up because I got two minutes to say it. So let me wrap it up. I mean, I want to talk so much. I'm sorry, brother. I'm sorry, brother. But wait. All right, this is the outlet to reality, the holders podcast in Vegas and Chicago every Tuesday. Y'all know where to find me. Don't forget to like, share, comment, and subscribe. Chit-ching. I'm on Instagram, Spotify, YouTube, the outlet to reality, my TikTok at um at yeah, at the A and my Snapchat tech one pass it. And Chino, where can my fans find you? He knows how to market himself, don't he? Uh, <laughs> man, so right now you can just find me on. <laughs> right now you can just find me on instagram man i haven't posted nothing on the on the podcast but it's the let's talk about you podcast on spotify uh hope to provide some episodes soon there's a lot going on in my life but we'll get into that later but what's up man okay and what about you Hami? we got the full court trap should be making a comeback soon uh, with this nba season's back um and yeah we'll, we'll probably do it probably once every two weeks or something like that uh and we're on i want spotify. in i want in yeah so i, I want to get you guys against each other actually i think uh I think that'd be fun to see Chino dominate David. <laughs> <It's, laughs> no, alert. but like, it, it, so if, if we, assuming we do this, it will be trivia based on your guys' interests. Yeah, so we'll okay. have a, oh, 